0: can't
1: come to the phone right now, I'm listening to Party Talk Podcast. Welcome to the Party Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Cooper Keimig, back with Chris Keimig. Today's going to be the second episode of the MLB uh, 2024 season. We're going to be ranking our top 10 center fielders. Um, if you guys listened to last episode, the way we kind of ranked the top 10 um, left fielders Last week is we did a kind of draft style, so one of us had the first pick, we took who we thought our favorite player was, and then we just kind of went down the list with the reverse order. So today, Chris has the first pick, we're going to be ranking center fielders this week. Um, so Chris, why don't you start us off Who you got first? All right. It was a tough one for the first pick. Uh,
0: i like your pick too, but, uh, I'm going to go with Julio Rodriguez. of the Seattle Mariners, um, he's a bonafide star first round overall pick, probably top five. Um, he finished second year as a 30, 30, um, kind of quietly. He struggled the first half of the year, but he came on strong at the second half. I'm not sure what clicked for him, but, uh, you know, he's just, he's just a stud. He can play defense. He can hit. He can run. He can throw. Um, also, with that 30-30, he added 103 RBIs. Uh, so, that team's up and coming. Um, I, I can see him doing that again. I can see a possibly 40-40. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's aged only 23 years old. I mean, who knows? I mean, I don't think he's going to be as good as Acuna. But uh, 40-40, I think, definitely a possibility next year. So, I'm happy with my first, but I, I'm pretty sure I think I know who you're going to take him. You know, I debated with him too, but uh, who, I mean, who do could, you got number two? We can
1: trade if you want. I I personally like Julio better than this next player. But um, so the, the next best center fielder, um, like Chris said, you kind of argue with taking him number one. I got Aaron Judge. Um, he's overall just one of the best players in the league right now. And uh, just two years ago, he put up one of the greatest hitting seasons in MLB history. Um, last year, he hit 37 home runs in 367 plate appearances. That is crazy. Um, you know, he's adding Juan Soto to the lineup, who is my AL MVP pick for uh, the season. So should help add to his, uh, his counting stats, his total numbers, and It'll honestly make Aaron Judge a lot harder to pitch around. Um, he he kind of, he's top of the, the base on balls category every year. I think if Aaron Judge stays healthy this season, he's probably a, a top three player in the whole league. So I'll take him number two pretty easy. And um, number three, he's kind of in the same boat as Judge. Um, you know, he, it's Mike Trout he's been you know one of the top center fielders in the last 10 years um the injuries are starting to catch up to mike trout sadly um you can really pencil him in for at least one at one IL stint every year now it's it's unfortunate um almost every stat uh from last year if you look at trout it, it was his worst season since his rookie well i guess his 40 games uh, in 2011 and then he had that amazing rookie year. Um, I expect these numbers to get closer to his average. Um, and he's going to go back to being one of the top players in the league as long mm-hmm. as he stays healthy. So I'll take him number three. All right, it's the fourth pick. Uh, I'm going with uh,
0: another up-and-coming star. Uh, so with Julio's 30-30, I'm coming up with Luis Roberts. Uh, he's only 26. Finally stayed healthy last year. Um, he struggled the year before, I uh, finished with 38 homers and 20, Arb, uh, 20 stolen bases last year. Um, <laughs> that's, that's, that's not pretty good. So, uh, what do you think this stud's going to do this year? I'm thinking 40, 30, if he mm-hmm. can stay healthy, that's a big if. same thing with trout. Um, you know, he did have it. I heard a podcast, I think it was CBS that, uh, um, Chris said that uh, he had a knee injury with like the last week of the year
1: yeah nobody was so talking if he about
0: had it. that earlier in the year how long do you think he been out you know he's he's pretty injury prone so if he lost a, a full month um we're probably not even picking him here in the fourth pick I probably maybe eighth or something but uh you know if he does stay healthy I can see 40 30. um yeah yeah, I'm still going to take him, but I'm going to take him with caution, but uh he's solid if he stays healthy, so a shaky fourth pick, all right?
1: Yeah. Um so I I do love Luis Robert. I had him in uh, one of my fantasy leagues last year and I I'm pretty obsessed when it comes to fantasy, you know. If I'm not doing anything. I'm going to watch almost every game available. If the game cuts into a break, I switch to the next game. I watched a lot of the White Sox. It's pretty sad. Um, Luis Robert's very talented, but I've seen him swing at pitches like Javier Baez does. Like he he just looks kind of lost out there sometimes. He strikes out a lot, but I love Luis Robert. I love his talent. And you know, if he stays healthy, he's gonna put up, you know, 30-30, maybe 40-30, like you're saying. So who you got fifth, Chris?
0: Uh another Injury-plagued player. I mean, <laughs> uh, there's a lot of good players on this list, but uh, there are a lot of injury issues. So I'm going to take Jazz Jism of the Do- uh, Marlins. Uh, he's entering his 26th season. That's called prime. Usually the 26, seven, eight years, those are their prime years. Um, he's only able to get 350 at-bats last year, and um, he just missed the 2020 season with only 350 at-bats. So uh it, he does lose second base eligibility so that's kind of hurt him a little bit but I can see another 30 30 player um I want this guy on my team I just I think he was on the MLB the show last year was he on the cover of that yeah I think so that that was the jinx. so he's not on the cover um so I can see he uh him doing 30 30. matter of fact in my 30 team league I traded Sal Frelick and a draft pick. To get this guy on my team, um, I just think there's so much potential in him, um, if he stays healthy. So,
1: yeah, I'm seeing a trend from our second pick all the way to our fifth pick. They're, you know, they're all injury prone, but you know, if they pan out, they're going to put up a high home run, high steal season aside from Mike Trout. He doesn't steal anymore, but if he did, he'd probably put up 50 in a season, but, uh, it's unfortunate, you know. These top five center fielders, have, you know, have all the talent in the world, but they just need to stay healthy. Um, so my sixth pick, uh, he kind of breaks the mold from what we've been talking about from the second to the fifth. It's gonna be Michael Harris. Um, I think he's a great and up and up and coming player in the league. If we take a look at his twenty twenty three stats, you know, just looking at the numbers, not in depth they are pretty solid um, he had 148 hits he had 20 stolen bases he hit 293 his ops was 808 um you know those are pretty good numbers for a season total um but he had a terrible first three months of the season in March and April he hit 200 with a 499 ops and in May he hit 160. <laughs> He hit 167 in May, an OPS of 534. Um, a little bit of a sidebar. There's another Braves player who did the same thing, Marcelo Zuna. They both started off terrible. Um, I know a guy that dropped Zuna. Yeah, me. I know. You don't <laughs> need to remind me. Thanks for the championship. Yeah, it must have been uh, after May when the Braves started to cheat. But, anyways, we don't need to talk about that. <laughs> um, so, I'll compare his first half. You guys, um, yeah, I'll compare his first half and his second half numbers. So, in the first half, he hit 255. His slugging percentage was 424. His OPS was 725. Um, and then, if we look at the second half numbers, he hit 325. His on-base percentage was 356. His slugging was 522. And his OPS was 879. Um, his OPS went up over 150 points. His batting average went up over 70 points. Um, uh, So, you know, if he would have been on uh, same trajectory, like, the whole season, I, he could be even higher on this list. I'd probably take him top four if he, he didn't start off so slow, so... Yeah, I'm pretty happy with this and I'll take him 6th. And um my number 7th player, he's not even on a team, but I'm still going to take him 7th. He's got the talent. It's Cody Bellinger. He had an outstanding comeback season last year in 2023. He hit 307, he had an OPS of 881, 26 homers, 150 hits. His on-base percentage was 356. I will be very happy if the Cubs don't resign him uh, because he is a great baseball player. I'm so happy that he had a great bounce back season. I expect him to regress a little bit. I don't think he's going to be as good this year as he was last season, but I think he'll put up pretty similar numbers. But uh, yeah, I'll take him number seven and hopefully he doesn't resign with the Cubs because Corbin Burns breaking news was traded to the Orioles. So it kind of opens up the division for the Cardinals and yeah, I hope the Cubs don't get any better. <laughs> Who you got with the eighth pick, Chris? All
0: right. Uh, I don't know what's with what's going on with me and all these injury plague players, but, uh, uh, I, I had him on my team one year and he's just dynamite. And, uh, that was my first year in that farm league and I ended up winning that. So I'm going back to that, uh, I'm going back to that. Well, I'm going Byron Buxton of the Minnesota Twins. Um, he was at Twins Fest the other day, and um, they gave him a full go at center field this year. And I like to hear that, so maybe he's getting uh, fully uh, healed, and uh, I can see that going on. So maybe I'm drinking that Twins Kool Aid, but uh, <laughs> I do remember those years where he's dominant force. Uh, I think he had like 14 home runs the first uh, first month. And he, he was just cranking. I and mean, he was stealing bases. I'm guessing those stolen bases are going to drop a little bit. But uh, eighth pick, I'm going to take a gamble. I like the upside. Um, that's what you got. If you want to win a league, you know, who cares if you got second or third? I want to win. So I go for that upside every time. Uh, if I can get 125 games, and that's not a whole lot. Uh, it might be for Byron Buxton. But for most players, it's not. Uh, I think 30 home runs, 15 stolen bases is uh, – Pretty possible for him
1: yeah um did you have I'm, him last year or the year before or something I had or two years ago and it seems like every season there's a month where he's just the best player in the whole game <laughs> of baseball he goes on absolute tear and then you know he slides in the second base and he comes up screaming and you know he gets hurt for most likely the rest of the season so you know He's just, like you said, he's like all these other players on this list. If they stay healthy, <laughs> they have insane uh, talent. But I think that's a good pick.
0: Yeah, so I'm just going to make sure I take an extra center field, another outfielder when I start picking my team just uh, just in case. So um, maybe uh, South Railton might be a good pick to stash. <laughs> I won't say it too loud. Hopefully nobody's listening. But uh, all right, for my ninth and final pick of this draft, I'm going to take the Korean star, Jung-Hoo Lee. Who you say? No, it's H-O-O Lee. Hoo Lee of the San Francisco Giants. Uh, the former Rookie of the Year and MVP just signed a six-year contract for $113 million with the Giants. He's only 25, but he's already had seven seasons in Korea. So he must have came up as an 18-year-old. Um, he has a lifetime 340 batting average. Has more walks and strikeouts, which is kind of nice. Kind of reminds me a little bit of a Tony Gwynn and Ichiro. Uh, Gwynn never struck out. Ichiro was that slap hitter. But Ichiro could go deep when he wanted to. So uh, hopefully he's a mixture of those guys. Um, not a lot of power, not a lot of stone base, but his on-base skills are what you need. Um, so he did miss last year. Last year he did get injured. Um, he had a broken ankle, but I'm sure the Giants – you no, know, I think they saw the X rays and they're all, they're okay with him. You know, if he, he's ready to go, I think. It's not gonna slow him down much. But uh one thing I didn't like was him going to that big ballpark in San Francisco. Um that might hurt him a little bit, but if it's uh if it's spacious, he can slap some singles in there, get some doubles. But uh I heard about him about a year ago, um, coming into USA. Um uh, so I drafted him in my thirty team league and I'm happy with that. So Yeah. I Big things for him.
1: Yeah, I mean, like you said, big ballpark. But it does got one thing going for him. If he can hit it into that dangerous triples alley, he could probably turn it into inside the Parker. I've seen (laughs) quite a few at that stadium. So I like that pick. Um, With the last pick, I'm going to rank Cedric Mullins' 10th. He had a down year in 2023, but I'll I'll probably blame that mostly on the injuries. I love Cedric Mullins' game. Um, and one thing that hurt him last year was the batting average. Most of his OPS and on base percentage stayed uh similar to years past, but his batting average dropped down to two thirty-three when he's been mostly a two sixties, two seventies hitter. Um, I think if he stays healthy in twenty twenty four with this dangerous young Orioles team, who is I think they're the favorites to win the AL now. Um they're pretty good favorites to to win the world series. So, you know, I like Cedric Mullins kind of in the middle of this lineup. You can kind of expect him to bat 270 15 homers, 30 steals. And yeah, I'll take him 10th. All right. That'll do it for our top 10 center fielders. We'll be back next week with our right fielder rankings. All right. We'll see you guys next time. Later.